welcome to the Goat Channel Podcast. Welcome back to the Goat Channel. We got a little bit of rain going on this morning, so if you hear a little bit of something on the windshield there, that's what it'll be. Uh, so at least it's a little warmer, been warmer a couple days in the 50s, and I can definitely deal with the 50s. Uh, 50, 50 weather, I mean, really for me, like, 60 weather's pretty ideal, um, 70 weather probably even, um, but 50, 50 definitely works, 50's not too cold, so it's 50 degrees outside, but it's been pretty wet, though, pretty wet, um, rainy and rain for a few days, it did stop yesterday, and then it rained again. So now we're getting soaked. Uh, but it's supposed to be pretty decent, I think, for the next few days after this at about 50 degrees. And so we'll see. See how that is. Uh, I meant to talk about this, I think, on Friday. And I don't know if I did. Uh, I can't remember, honestly. But it's been kind of a long weekend. Uh, didn't do terribly too much. We did try some moonshine um, in Piney Flats at Mellow Moon. If you've never been there, check it out. But Lost State Distilling, if you've never been there, um, it's in Tennessee there. Lost State Distilling. And it's pretty cool. It's a pretty nice, like, they got some pretty good stuff, that is, at least. Uh, you get to sample it, obviously, for free. And they had some, they had quite a bit of bourbon, or a couple bourbons, they had whiskey, they had some moonshine, yeah, so they just made like a, basically they had kind of regular stuff, um, they didn't really have flavor, so they were going for more of that, like, you know, regular flavors and stuff they were going for, you know, that regular alcohol, not, alcohol, not like necessarily trying to overpower you with flavors, so that was a nice thing about them, uh, one, one they had though, which was an interesting one, and it, it tasted pretty good, was, because they had two flavors, they did have two flavors, but that's it, they had a maple whiskey, and then they had a cinnamon maple whiskey. Now, we didn't try the maple one, but the cinnamon maple was absolutely delicious. Like, you had your hint of cinnamon, and it had your, like, full-out maple flavor. It was good. Uh, it was real good, actually. So, yeah, that was, that was pretty good. And then... Um, they had a I'm trying to think they had one they, they had what I bought because they've actually won some awards um, in Vegas for theirs and I think their bourbon won something and maybe their straight uh, off the cask or something won something but their their best seller was rum. That's what I was trying to get to. Their best seller was rum. 
which their rum is a little different. It uses cane sugar, which some places people use molasses, but theirs uses a cane sugar. And it, uh, it has like this vanilla flavor to it. There, I think there was a other little flavor that you could get out of, but it had like a vanilla flavor. And then it hits you with this like smokiness on the back end, which I don't know what they put in it for that. Uh, but yeah, a little vanilla and smokiness, and they had me sold. I thought it was real good. Um, so I picked up a bottle of the rum, and then we went to Mellow Moon and tried it. Um, if you've never been to Ridgewood Barbecue, I think that's what it's called, Ridgewood. Uh, but the barbecue place and Elizabeth and that place. Um, you could also, and this is what we do, we pick up it by the pound. So we picked up two pound cold and just, I put mine in a skillet, put some water in it so it don't dry out and reheat it up. Um, and they, they make real good barbecue. So there's just a little bit about the weekend there. Uh, I fixed a car yesterday or helped fix one. We put a pool uh, sensor on if you've ever not, if you've never done that. It's not too bad um, if you have the right if you have the right equipment and like to right socket basically to get it on and off and if you can find it on your vehicle. Um, the issue is it's, it's hard to kind of get in. Uh, the, the biggest issue is just the hard it's hard to get in to get your hand on it to unscrew it or to get a socket or something on it. So overall though it was a fairly fairly easy thing uh, not bad at all not too hard to do um, so yeah that's where we're at there the weekend it took me a little while uh, I played a little field golf my dad has a little field behind his house and I hit into it and I go find them and I hit them again it's like my own little driving range I uh, can't work on driver, but I can work on like my, my my gap wedge from the hill to the field. So it's pretty nice little practice for golfers. But what I was getting at when we started this whole thing was Tiger Woods, the greatest golfer of all time. Um, you know, there's a lot to say about Tiger Woods. Now, I do want to say a couple things about First, I want to talk about his wreck, but I want to talk about Tiger Woods, the man, too. Um, but his wreck, and I hope y'all can hear me because of the rain, but his wreck was, like, terrible. He, he might have. I mean, like they said, you know, he was lucky to be alive. And he has a bunch of fractures in his legs and, you know, a long recovery along with the back issue he already has honestly I think his body's gonna age like he's he's only 40 he's probably gonna feel like 60 after he gets done the rehabbing and stuff so I don't know if he'll ever be back it would be it would be nice to see him come back and at least play a couple tournaments that'd be just neat um obviously how cool would it be if he came back and won one more like just to put a cherry on top of like the, the first greatest comeback of all time and I have a second greatest comeback of all time. Uh, but yeah, Tiger Woods, you know, he got in that car wreck, if you didn't know, and broke his legs. 
could have been much worse from the pictures. Uh, it's being under investigation a little bit, I think, but they didn't charge him with, like, he wasn't drinking or under influence or anything from, from what they say, which is good. Um, you know, obviously, Tyre Woods, he, he's, he's had a history where he, he did get in trouble one time at least where he was on some drugs. Um, too many drugs, basically. And was passed out in his car. Which, I mean... I, I'm getting... I mean, if you're in that much pain, it's hard not to, you know, try to make it feel better no matter what it takes. Um, so you can kind of see where he came from on why he was that one time. But this time they say he was good. He was trying to go... I think he was probably in a hurry. Maybe running a few minutes late to meet up for... Uh, some sponsorship stuff and to do, I think, some filming or something. I don't know what it was for a show or so. I think that's what it was, or uh, a spot for something though. And he was good, he was teaching these people golf, or you know, they were golfing with him. Dwayne Wade was there the first day. And David Spade and uh, they said Jada Pickett Smith. And they said, like, Drew Brees was supposed to be there, I think, that day. So, yeah, that's, uh, so obviously it's unfortunate. Hopefully, you know, he gets, he gets better and he comes back. But Tiger Woods, he's not the greatest man of all time or anything like that as far as just a human being. Like, let's just, like be honest about that. He, he's not necessarily the best dude. Um, he wasn't necessarily the best, like, I would say he wasn't the best speaker. Um, you know, he, he's not necessarily the best in the spotlight. He's done He's done bad things. Uh, I mean, as far as, like, he cheated on his wife with a billion women. And, you know, that's kind of the past it happened, um, you know, that was his fault, and I, I think he's grown from that, um, uh, I don't think he was the nicest guy on tour, he was more of a killer out there when he, when he, you know, when he's golfing, until recently, like, it, it, it seemed like he turned over a new leaf in the last few years. So, yeah, he's... You know, Tiger Woods is... That's that's who Tiger Woods is, though. Like, that's who he was. Now... He now is... I'm trying to fix his rattling. Rattling because of my golf bag. It's, and it's making me mad. But, uh, yeah, he, uh, you know, that's the type of dude he was, but he was kind of coming into a more friendly person as he got older, uh, accepting the game and teaching the younger guys a little more and teaching his son how to golf and, you know, all that good stuff. But, the, but what I was going to really get into and dive into is, like, 
Tiger Woods, honestly, uh, I don't want to say he helped racism, but he did bring together black and white people, um, races and stuff, because look at it this way, he, he had this following, it doesn't matter if you were a golf fan necessarily, it didn't matter if you were, I mean, he got people into golf, it didn't matter your skin color, he got people into golf, and the people, when they got into golf, they followed Tiger Woods, didn't matter if they were black or white or anything like that, they followed Tyler, or Tiger Woods, like, die-hard, like, rooting for Tiger Woods, and you could just see it, you could see it from everything you'd watch, you could see it from when he was, uh, I think it was the Masters or the PGA or both, when he was walking up to the green, and these people, all those people were still surrounding him, like, this was the recent one he won, and these people were supporting him, and it doesn't matter, it didn't matter at skin, because all these people were supporting Tiger Woods and looking for that comeback story. And it was the same way through the years though, from 2000s and, or when, you know, when he started, in, I think it was 96 or 98 or something like that. 96, I think, but once his popularity started growing and kept growing, that man, like, he really made a difference. And it wasn't him necessarily as a person because, you know, like I said, early on and for a long time there, you know, he wasn't the best speaker. He wasn't, you know, he was, he probably knew he was the best. Um, he probably had an attitude. So it wasn't necessarily just him and his voice bringing the people together and bringing all these people together into like, you know, into you know, rooting for him and then to one. But it was his game. It was his play. It was his play on the course. And it was the things he would do on the course that were unreal. That everybody kind of gravitated to and started rooting for because he was so dominant. And that's the thing. Um, it really did bring, you know, he, he was really a guy who, it didn't matter your race because you rooted for Tiger Woods. You got into golf because of Tiger Woods. And I really think, you know, he helped bring some racism down. And more than that, he kind of united everybody. Um, you know, maybe not so much now, but at that point, at, you know, like definitely when he was at his peak, even when he was doing his comeback there. Um, yeah, it's just something I think about, and I just, and it's kind of crazy um, to think about, but in a lot of ways he did, he just brought the people together, and you could always see that when you see all these people following him, and cheering for him, and, and like I said, it didn't matter the race or anything like that, so, you know, Tiger Woods, hopefully... You know, hopefully, at worst, can be back playing with his son in golf. Because, you know, his son's just now getting into golf, like, 
hardcore from what I've heard. And, you know, with that said, you know, with that said, he, um, he deserves his dad teaching him, helping him through it. And he seemed like he's pretty good. He's pretty good for his age. And Tiger's going to obviously help him develop. And it'll be interesting to see when he gets on tour what he can do. Uh, because he's got a lot of skill if he just sticks to it. Um, so hopefully for Tiger, you know, the surgeries go well enough to where at the very least he can get on the course and play around with the sun um, every so often or whenever, you know. Um, we all know that he's going to be sore after because he's had back surgeries. He's had neck surgeries, I think. He's had you know, knee surgeries, he's had the recent leg surgery, so, like, his body is probably getting worn out, uh, but, yeah, that'll be the best thing if he could just get back out there, uh, and it was cool to see the people wear the red for him, um, that, that was pretty neat, so, yeah, we, we just wanted to hit on Tiger Woods, the biggest thing I want to talk about it was, like, how he brought you know, all races together, um, because, because they, they really liked Tiger Woods, and they really rooted for that guy, you know, because he was so dominant, and he changed, he changed golf, he changed the payout in golf, he changed the, the people who watch golf, he changed golf, um, and, you know, he's done a lot for the sport, if that is the last time we see him actually professionally play, he, he's done a lot for this sport, um, so that, that's the one reason why I got into golf. And that's the thing. That's the one reason why I got into golf. And the main reason I, I first got into golf. Um, and now the game's looking all right. Uh, speaking of that, my game doesn't look terrible. Um, there's there's some adjustments. Uh, there's some stuff I got to work on. Obviously. But and I gotta be consistent with it, but it feels good. It feels like I'm getting there. It feels like I'm getting close, and that's awesome, because, you know, I work hard, because I wanna be good at it, uh, because I, you know, sports, I love to be good at sports. Like, I love the, there's something about, like, being good or the best, like, so for me, baseball was the first thing I started off doing high school base or well I played baseball all the way through and I didn't really get motivated for a while because in baseball up until you know like high school it was a walk in the park I would I mean I was just you know I was good enough I was good enough I always made all-star team I was a good solid player good enough you know always making the all-star teams, always, um, playing, you know, playing pretty well, doing pretty well, and then when I got to high school, I actually had to put in the work, and I did, I put in the work, and I got a scholarship to college, and so, sometimes hard work pays off, but that, that's what I'm going to get at in this, and I want to keep this story going, actually, but that's one thing hard work does pay off so I 
you know, worked hard to get the scholarship, and then I decided, you know, I didn't really want to, I was kind of burnt out on it, because my high school coach is pretty, pretty much a dick, like, and I had better, he, he basically wanted to start the younger guys, so I had a better average, and I was playing better than another guy, um, and I was a better defensive catcher than the other guy, and yet, he went with the other guy, and he did some of us seniors, it was his first year coaching, he did some of us seniors um, like that uh, as well, though. So, you know, that's fine. Um, You gotta... But, like I said, I worked hard. I worked extremely hard. Uh, My catching was very good. Um, I didn't hit very well the summer before, but my catching was... I I missed one ball in the whole state tournament, I think. Uh, And maybe two balls, state and district, and that's like eight games or something. I I had one pass ball, or two pass balls, I think it was. So, you know, the grind was paying off. I worked hard. Now the hitting wasn't, but I worked after that hard. I remember being in state. And they went out to eat the Hooters. And you know what I did? I grinded. I worked hard on it. So, you know, I put in the time. I put in the work to be pretty good at it. Good enough to get a scholarship. Maybe not the best, obviously, like like I was saying. But I got a scholarship. So, you know, that's, that's one example. Then I played softball, um, you know. And softball was one thing that, same, similar situation. Well, actually, first I played basketball, so let's go to that transition. I actually tried out for the basketball team at King, and I made it. Uh, I decided not to play then either. But basketball is another sport where I would always go out and play with my friends. And, you know, we were, we were playing all the time, every day after school, every summer day, every you know, all the time we were playing basketball. It was always a grind, trying to get better, and, you know, trying to dominate those guys because you, you want to be dominated. You want to be dominant. I mean, that's the honest truth. I mean, I got to the point where I almost went out and tried out for the D-League. Uh, I, I made the King team, almost went out and tried out for the D-League, and so... You know, I would call that a pretty good success. I haven't played in a long time now. Um, it was the G League, I think, at the time when I when I tried out, or was it? Is it G League now? I don't know. But uh, so I went and tried out for them, or I was going to go out and try out for them. You know, I, I had everything signed up, um, and I didn't fully commit to it. So there's another part of this story, basically, is I don't fully commit. Apparently. Um, but I do work hard to get to a certain point. Uh, and so I played softball after that. Softball is another sport that I really got into pretty heavy. Um, and I think I did pretty well at it. I mean, a couple of my last real tournaments, uh, I hit well. I only got out a couple of times in my last tournament I think I played. And so... You know, I, I feel like I, I can confidently say I got pretty good at it. 
Um, I didn't get maybe the best, and I didn't get exactly where I would have liked to uh, because I do think I could have got better. Um, But at one point, I feel like I was really good, and then I kind of slowed down some um, and got worse, it seemed like. Um, But, you know, I got injured, and it kind of... And injuring your calf is a lot worse than you would think. Uh, it's still sore sometimes. So it was a pretty pretty big injury. So, you know, I think I got good enough, though, at that to where I was playing every weekend. Uh, you know, all these you know people wanted me on their team and stuff. So, you know, I worked pretty hard to get to there. Um, I would go out and I would swing. And, you know, I wanted to be good. That's it. You know, I just want to be good. So then, we transitioned into golf, and that's where we're at now. I have tried disc golf, and I have tried, and I'm still going to play some disc golf, uh, but disc golf, I do want to play a tournament at some point, but golf, I want to play a scramble at some point too, but golf is now a video of my progression and I'm getting closer and closer it's feeling good like I said I work really hard on it but that that's something that's one reason why I'm so motivated to focus why I got these videos out you know like I, I've talked about before just in general I want to be successful I want to work and be successful I want to get the YouTube off the ground I want to be I want to have my business you know, booming. I want to be successful. I have the motivation to be successful. Now, part of that is being decent at golf, so those videos can be decent. You know, when I when I put them out, and that's one of the things. Decent golf is what I'm looking for. I don't have to be a professional, but I'm getting closer. Um, the game is not terrible. Like. And, you know, you have to work at it, and it's a work in progress. And you you got to grind like anything else. You you have to grind at it and continue to work at it. Um, And that's the honest truth. That's what it is. You have to, anything you want to be good at. But golf, I'm telling you, I've been grinding at it. And it's taken me about a year and a half to get to a decent level of golf. Now, obviously, I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm good by any means. But the putting felt good the other day. And the game's just coming together. It feels it feels solid. You know, I'm not mad at it. And... You know, know, I'm getting closer now. I'm not, obviously, I'm not, like, golf is a game where you have to continue to work. You have to continue to get better and be better at it. And that's the, that's the dream, like, that's how hard golf is. But I think I'm getting closer. I'm putting in the work. I played two times last week. Um, The video's coming up are going to show some improvement in stance and so I'm, I'm getting closer uh, I played with a buddy of mine the next day 
And my putting was legit, like, my putting was on fire. I didn't make too many, but I was, like, incredible lag putts. And all my putts were flashing across the hole. Um, So they were dropping right before going into the hole. They were dropping just a little bit to the side, right or left. And I was missing by a hair, but they were rolling pure. So that's a good sign. Um, I got another putter in my bag, too. I'm going to try out. Uh, I'm constantly looking for the right putter until it feels comfortable. I think the one I used the other day is solid. It don't feel comfortable in my hand, but it seemed like it hit pure every time. Um, so that's obviously a good thing. Then... My irons are still a little work in progress because it seems like I still get a little chunky with them or I, I leave the club behind me sometimes um, too far. As I'm rotating through, it kind of lags behind, so I've got to make sure uh, to have that fixed. And my driver is about a 75, 65 to 75% swing. Um, but it still goes 250. So, you know, like I said, it's a work in progress. Uh, but the progress is, there's definitely progress there. I've been at it for about a year and a half now. And I think the game's getting closer to where I can be respectable um, when I play. Uh, not not quite yet, but it's close to getting to that level of where I can be pretty respectable as I'm playing. So, you know, that's a little bit about everything, really. We talked about, you know, the weekend, Tiger Woods, and then just motivation of getting better and trying to be the best at something you do and whatever you whatever you try to set your mind to, just try to be the best at it. Try to work towards it. Um, that's really the key I was getting at. So, you know, I know we rambled a lot more in this one than usual, Um uh, I'm a little stopped up, a little rainy, uh, my neck's a little sore, so, you know, it wasn't as clean, and it's rainy, but, you know, like, you could hear the rain on there, but, with that all said, if you listen, I appreciate you listening, if you didn't listen, well, tell your friends, they missed out, <laughs> this is the GOAT channel, we out. We are back with the GOAT quote of the day. This one comes from the liars out there and the truth tellers. If you tell the truth, you don't have to remember anything. So, if you're telling the truth, then it's the truth. So you don't have to remember it because it is what it is. But if you make something up and you lie about it, then you have to try to remember your lies. And I know some people out there who are just liars and they'll make a lie up about anything and they'll keep the lie going but that lie will change every time because they don't remember their first lie so then their lies just build up and they continue to lie about it and you'll hear five different stories so basically the goat quote of the day if you tell the truth you don't have to remember anything And we'll be right back after this break.
Thank you for tuning in to the Go Channel Podcast. If you like any of this material or any other material, go to check out the YouTube and all my links. Appreciate you listening. Until next time, go out.